Hello, everybody. We returned with another episode of Audiobliss, the clicklist.net podcast, where we only cover things that are so niche you've never heard of them. Uh, but I'm sure you've heard of us. My name is Amr, and I'm going to be your host along with David and RJ. Hello. Hey, y'all. How are we all doing tonight on this April morning? Morning? Afternoon. How are we doing tonight on this morning? I said tonight on this morning. And it's neither of those two things. It's like there's only, there's, there's only three times of day it could be. And I guessed all the ones they wasn't. Well, I mean, what is it? It's no. It's like four over there for you guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's still not night or morning. It's, it's getting closer for you. For me, it's just 2 p.m. It's okay, still closer to the middle you, of the day. I think that kind of tells you how I'm doing. <laughs> what about you two? Doing good. Uh, it's been a while. I mean, I say it's been a while, but it's been like, what, two weeks since the last episode I've been here? Has it only been two weeks? I I think it's been more than that. I, I don't know. My we time... The, my sense of time. the other one in the beginning. Because I felt like... Oh, yeah. Okay. I think about those episodes... And like intervals, so we have content like my yeah, sense of time. Also, took a really long distorted. time to edit it. Yeah, I imagine you seemed hella busy. Yes, but uh, yeah, uh, I I've been fine. I've been managing to stay uh, alive and sane during this um, program I'm in. I also got my second COVID vaccine jab, so uh, my superpowers are developing slowly but surely. RJ, didn't you say that you are also getting your 5G powers? If I can, like, find a place. I mean, everyone sold out. It's like gotcha at this point. Like, <laughs> this is what gotcha has trained me for, for this vaccine. <laughs> that's fucked up. That, that's that's the American health system for you. Like, yes, this vaccine. I was going to say, this says a lot about like, society. <laughs> like, yeah, this vaccine may be free, but you literally have to roll the dice. Like, I've been, like signing up for walgreens for you know the city for for other pharmacy places and i'm like all right who's gonna who's gonna call me first so um i don't think i retweeted it but i did see it on my timeline pop up but are you guys familiar with sack anime i'm sorry okay so sack anime is an anime convention they've been having convention oh is it uh during the pandemic is this the one where they canceled vaccines in favor of an anime con I hate you, degenerates. <laughs> wow. They're like, no, 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 hold on. We we asked them if they want if we wanted to cancel. They're like, no, 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 that's fine. You can have your convention. Like, oh, okay, well, all right. But yeah, uh, and the what's worse is like they say it's an open air like swap meet, but like not. Nah, it's, it's in the middle of like a parking complex, and they just it's all closed in. It's wild. It's great. I Beautiful. love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna be going? No, why? Why would I go to that? I haven't been to an anime convention. We'll get you press pass. We'll get you press pass. I'm here on the ground floor of Sack Anime. Yeah, no. Um, they're I'm the... wearing a three layers of gas masks in order to not get in. God, oh, I'm sorry. Well, you, no, you I got the vaccine. Already. I, I still wear the to. gas mask just because of the hygiene and anime cons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, never heard of deodorant, huh? Or just washing them. No, no, that's that's not a thing with anime clones. People don't wash their ass out there. <laughs> Whole booty cracking this. 
You know, I don't even know why I use Zencaster because every time I forget to hit start recording. Well, we, we, we have this as a backup, so. Yeah, well, I'm going to start recording. <laughs> every time. The second beginning. The second beginning. Hello, welcome to the second beginning of the Audio Bliss podcast. Back at it again. Okay, okay. well, RJ, have you been playing any video juegos? Uh, yes, I have. Um, fighting games on the Nintendo 3DS. Mm, the 3DS, yes, you say? Um, they have fighting they games? They do. Um, rather than Smash Bash, there's, uh, there's Blaze Blue. I forgot, legit forgot Smash was on the 3DS. I did too. Until right now, actually. Uh, so I played um, Blaze Blue, Tekken, Street Fighter. And I think that covers it, actually. Wait, I'm pretty sure I played one more. But anyway, th- those are. Th- those you got are, fighting games? Th- those are the three, three, you know, most relevant ones, at least on the 3DS. And surprisingly, they. They all run really well. It just the three DS ergonomics just really, really suck. Like I played thirty minutes of Blaze Blue. Um twenty seven of those minutes were just cutscenes and dialogue, but the the three actual minutes where I was actually fighting, it like it just cramped my hands. Like I'm I'm using a three DS XL for reference, so it's probably a little bit more awful on the regular 3ds but is it i would say less awful wouldn't it i got big ass hands so these mitts well depending on your hand size it's awful regardless um whether if it's on the xl you do have whether it's on the xl or the uh the normal 3ds um just sucks yeah, it's just putting the D-pad right below the analog nub is such a but bad idea. But performance-wise, all three fighting games run just fine. Um, there are some slowdowns, but nothing that could um, affect your gameplay. So, yeah, if you don't have a Vita, a PSP, or a Switch, for whatever reason, you only have a 3DS, and you are determined to play a fighting game, you, you have options. I love how you have the PSP above the 3DS. <laughs> they really just decided to port like full console fucking PlayStation 2 ass didn't, fighting games on. Didn't that the, was it the 3DS or what? Yeah, it was a 3DS that had that like freaking like pistol grip add-on where you just slapped it in. There's an that, extra. That, that was Master yeah. Hunter. Like, I think yeah, I think the only game that really took advantage of that was Monster Hunter. There were a couple of them. Luigi's after the Mansion, Ace Combat, but <laughs> but it was mostly for Monster Hunter since yeah. that was the only thing a lot of people bought their 3DS for in Japan. I mean, yeah, I did buy a new 3DS with the nub already attached as I bought Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wait, yeah, they didn't have the nub in the original 3DS, right? That no, was they didn't. that was a that was a they didn't have the second nub. The new 3DS. Neither. Doesn't matter. I still do like the dumb the grip when I play with a regular controller. Anyways, the the. I don't know where we're doing this. Like, 
our, our listeners can't even see it, but <laughs> <laughs> look up Google Google search uh, Monster Hunter Claw Control Grip, and you'll you'll find the exact reference of what we're talking about. Oh, the, the, the Claw Grip is no more though, since now they have a release Monster Hunter on consoles. I still do it. <laughs> are, you, are you still playing? Are you playing the new Monster Hunter? I am uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Like the game, it's it's a very good game, but somehow it's they have not minor Monster Hunter spoilers. But the uh, there is a uh, content patch coming out at the end of April that puts the new ending in the game. New ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New <laughs> yeah, there is a, a new ending being released as part of the roadmap for it. Uh exactly. It's, it is on the Switch, so it's only fitting. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it's great. Uh, it runs like uh, a Switch game would that has like four people and lots of effects going on at the same time. So you'll you'll get you'll get below twenty four frames per second every once in a while, but it's still good fun. Oh, that's great. I have bought it and I have not played it because I decided instead I'm going to be playing Battle and Wonder Worlds. <laughs> I rounded up a lot of friends into it, and I think we got to they got to bear off over the weekend like. Dang, David, this guy's tough. Have you fought this one before? It's like, I've been fighting this fool for like 12 years. I don't... <laughs> He's not that hard. Yeah, well, all my roommates have been playing it, but I'm just lagging behind because I've decided that I'm going to spend my time with Battle in Wonderworld and uh, old PlayStation games. Battle in Wonderworld? Has it, has it come out already? It has come out already. I feel like that the game got... are in? Nobody liked it. Oh, no. But I like it. But I'm I'm the per- I'm the person who would like it. It was made for you. It was made for me. It's uh for I think uh, Naoto Oshima. It's uh, uh the that's the knights, right? The knights and Sonic peoples. Okay. Have teamed up and gone with their <laughs> their their crew to make uh a very normal platformer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is just a very platformer. It's a platformer, like they made one. It's all right. I'm in. I'm enjoying it a bunch. It's really charming. There's like lots of weird little touches in it, but it's mostly you just like walk around. You find different costumes. Each of the costume has one power on it that you use a single button. And by a single button, I mean every single button on the controller except for the costume switch buttons does the same thing. <laughs> So there, it's it's a literal one button. It's like a one button game. Oh, like the Persona fighting All games. All right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then Smash. Um, but now that I've got going a little bit in it, it's like starting to become like pretty fun. It's fun to like find powers in other worlds and then bring them back and then solve a different puzzle. How's the soundtrack? Um, the soundtrack's pretty good, except it's got this weird tendency to like interrupt itself with like. Uh, like the fight music comes up a lot so you'll hear it a lot or there'll be like little interstitial um, melodies that come up and like interrupt the main theme but a lot of I've enjoyed a lot of the music um, and <laughs> you every time you get a costume your character does like a little sweet dance move for the first time and then um, every single time you beat a boss so, like, the thing is, you go on into these worlds of these characters, right? And each of them has, like, some issue that they need resolved. So, you do two stages, and then after you do two stages, you get to the boss area, and you get this, like, very well-animated cutscene of 
like uh, them going through their emotional crisis, and then they turn into a giant furry, and you beat the shit out of them. Um. <laughs> you you know how in Persona they go through a thing and then they turn into big monsters. It's like that, except sometimes they're a wolf who's a, who has a tornado in the middle of his stomach. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> And then you beat them up and you do a sick dance sequence together. <laughs> I have to. I have to find like a, a clip of this. Hold on. It's it's you know it's pretty charming and like I like it a lot. Um, it's still jank. They're still weird, inexplicable. Like why did you do it like this? It like does not seem like a game that you would have made <laughs> in like 2020 or whatever. Uh, it seems like a game you would have made around the start of like. The PS3. I mean, they went for it, though. You gotta applaud for it. They fucking went for it. But they, yeah, they fucking went for it. So, you know, I've been enjoying it. Um, It feels weird to recommend this game because Square Enix put out a fucking $60 game that, like, feels totally anachronistic. So it's like, I don't know if I can recommend it. Like, I'm surprised Square published it. With all these caveats around it. Yeah, it's weird Square being the one to publish it, but, uh, you know, you, you go where there's work, right? That's true. The, this is the studio that previously worked on Blinks, I think, so they were over there at Microsoft, and then Yuji Naka had his own studio probe where he was working on a bunch of Nintendo stuff, so, you know, they've been all over the place. I'm watching this boss fight, and you are right. But it is not... Oh, he turns into a farmer. Yeah, he's a farmer who turns into a giant wolf. Yo, hold on. This soundtrack? Kind of goes. Yeah, it kind of goes, right? You, oh my god, they do a whole-ass dance number! I was not joking. <laughs> Literally every boss fight, there's a new dance number. I was expecting, like, a... Uh... Uh, Super Mario Sunshine like breakdance esque you got the shiny thing and he's like yeah woohoo no this I meant they like, do like a whole is... on stage performance <laughs> and there's <laughs> like they this game is really le- leaning into like the theatrical aspects of the game it really is it really is but you know what it is like a show <laughs> it's just kind of jarring cause like they absolutely reuse the same animation cycle for like both characters, and like there's this cute <laughs> yes. child, and there's a farmer that's like twice their size, and like the, the <laughs> limbs don't match up. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's like it's like a weird thing where like some parts of this game look really good, and then some parts of it is like, oh yeah, Square Enix didn't give you as much money as you as it looks like they did, did they? It sounds like puppeteer. Oh, puppeteer. I have not played that yet, but I have it loaded up and ready to go soon. Oh, yeah. I know it's not a direct ah. comparison, so I but I hope you know what I mean by that. Um, it's like, <laughs> well, it's also like that theatrical style yeah. kind of storytelling. Right? And there are some jank parts to it where you can obviously where Sony put a lot of love to it, and then there are other parts. I shouldn't say jank, but uh, then there are other parts that are jank where it seems like they just tossed in the blender and just dumped out whatever just came out. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely going to be one of those games that's going to be 
hella divisive, I think, if people even play it. But I think I think that having the Sonic connection <laughs> has not really done it any favors because you know you know how people are about Sonic the Hedgehog. Playing video games. Where was where was Balan Wonder Wonderworld Wonderland Wonderworld Wonderworld? It sounds like it should be Wonderland, right? Yeah, Balan Wonderland. It just sounds like it would rhyme better. But wasn't this like wasn't this like teased at like the big PS5 video game lineup reveal thing? I think it was. Yeah. Reportedly, they went. They went hard on the PlayStation Five. They're like, "Oh, we can just do so much stuff. We can just go for it." Let me let like, me uh, let me get a copy. See if it's better. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if that's true, but uh, that would definitely explain why the Switch port's so bad. Oh no. Yep. Uh, but that that's that's what I've been up to. David, what have you been playing? Um. Uh. Besides, uh, Monster Hunter World. Or, wow, Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> My bad. Um, uh, I haven't been playing much because I've just been bogged down with classwork and stuff. So I've been playing things in like the interim that like I can sit down and like dedicate like half my brain to. Uh, so I've picked up Loop Hero, and Loop Hero, I've gotten to a point in that game where I've just kind of like fallen off, and it's like I don't feel like I'm making progress because it's a roguelike. Uh, but, sounds like the roguelike cycle. Yeah, uh, I've... Picked up the sealed ampule um, because I saw it pop up in my timeline and um, it had like a game? really uh, like oh that's just... a, like dungeon crawling like very like stark black and white aesthetic yeah it has this really um, like kind of surreal art style where like the whole I mean, the whole story is like super exaggerated it's like I'm gonna buy a dungeon to get over like the loss of a of a important member in my life. <laughs> and they buy a dungeon, and she's like, I'm going to renovate this dungeon and be a great alchemist. And she just starts renovating this dungeon that's, like, somehow in her house. But also, like, there's a murder mystery into it. But also, you can play the game one-handed from your keyboard, which is fantastic. I'm just like, all right, I'm doing it. And, like, the game is fast. It's really quick, and it's really snappy. And the art style is, like, really nice and kind of out there to look at. So, uh, it's just a good... It's a it's a good like ten to fifteen dollar roguelike to pick up, and there's a there's a clicker game that's like a sequel, a prequel to it, but you don't have to play that. I don't know. It's wild. Soundtrack is fun. Uh, you're fighting geometric shapes that are fairies. Uh, it's very, <laughs> it's very like surreal and just it's like it's a good. There's a farming simulator aspect to it. Turn levels of your dungeon into a farm that you can just burn through. So it's like I can just skip all these levels and get material to farm for my skills. Super fun, super easy. It's just such a, it's such a simple game to play. That seems like a good uh, counter to Loop Hero's stuck progress. Yeah, I have I have some complaints about that game, but. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, the only other thing that I've been playing is. Root Film, which is a sequel to Root Letter, which it's kind of like a visual, it's like a detective visual novel, sort of, except you play as a director of a horror film. Oh? So you're like an up-and-coming horror director, and you're basically trying to find some business, and you stumble across uh, an old uh, old set of video footage, not video footage, of a film. And you have to kind of try to figure out 
why this project from 10 years ago was abandoned. And it seems like there might be a ghost. So, so is it a direct somehow. sequel to Root Letter, or I don't think it's a direct sequel. It's more like in the sim in a similar or style, in the same world. Because or... the first one, I think it might be in the okay. same world. Uh, the The big thing that it's bringing over is that both of them are kind of like I don't know if that's the same area. I think it might be the same region. Um, but both of them are, like, based on actual, like, real-life Japanese locations and, like, set within them. And they have, like, recreations of those areas within the game. So you're, like, going to, like, actual places in Japan um, where these events are supposedly taking place. And then investigating what seems like either a ghost story or a murder mystery or both as you try to make this new horror film. Um, each time something important comes up, your character will have some... Uh, synesthesia and i don't know if real synesthesia ever works like this for anybody but basically he sees the words on the screen which is like just like the his convenient explanation for the in-game mechanics of like oh here are important things that you're going to need to use later so then you collect these and then eventually you get into like a conversation with somebody and you have like a little logic battle where you both have like little health bars battle wits and then as you like make deductions, you'll like uh, either deplete their health bar, or if you mess up, you like they'll take away from your health bar, and you have to kind of like beat them into a confession. <laughs> oh my god! By you know remembering your synesthetic words and using them as points against them. That sounds fun. It's very ace. Well, I want to say that it's very Ace Attorney, but I have like not really played Ace Attorneys, but. It's in kind of that style. There's less of an adventure, like, picking up clues and stuff kind of stuff thing. And more of, a, like, a exploration and, like, deductions thing. Um, so far, it's been pretty cool. Um, I like the art style a lot. I like the music a lot. The voice acting's great. Like, just the overall production is really good. And I, like, I just love the idea of, like, being able to go to, like, real-life Japanese locations. Wow, it's just like Persona. <laughs> Dang, we can go to Shibuya? Sh Shibuya? Shibuya, your boy Shibuya. Shinjuku? No, no, sh Shibuya is like, you can't, that's, everybody's been there, you know? Jet Set Radio's there, fucking Sonic in the Olympics has <laughs> an area set there in the last game. I think it's like Shimano Prefecture is the setting for this one. Is this yeah. is is this is the same company that made the Root games? The same company that like published those Switch visual novels that are just coming out? They're like getting a re-release from like that early, early, so early ass. About the Famicom. The yeah, that's Nintendo. No, this I is think those that, That's straight up Nintendo. Okay, it looked it looked similar yeah, when Katakawa I looked at games. screens. I think they. I feel like there was some associated with like Spike Chunsoft before. Because they also used to put out a lot of those, but I could be wrong on that one. But yeah, for for our listeners out there, you should really also check out um, Root Letter. It's it's pretty fun. You can basically play it on anything possible these days. Uh, your PS4, the Vita. Yeah, they also have. <laughs> did you see that they did the new version of Root Letter? They did. It's uh, I forgot what it's called. Let me look it up, but. Uh... Basically, they reshot the whole game, 
and instead of anime style artwork it's with 3D uh, people with th with live action what <laughs> live action photographs what, is this, what? so what is this instead of doing like the hand drawn style you can you can switch between the menu you can switch between both versions so you can either have it with the anime art style or you can have it with a <laughs> live action photograph. Why not just go FMV? Games, modern video games. I tell you what. It's it's really good. It's um I think the drama works better um in with the hand-drawn art style and i kind of just like the hand-drawn art style a lot but it's like any comedy bit is just so much funnier with real people especially when they do like a cut in it's like hmm and then it's just like some a still frame of a person emoting <laughs> i don't know why they decided to remake the whole game like that but it was so good because they could because, because they, they could. could that's why you do anything yeah Fair enough. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else you, we, we, we need to talk about? Anything you got to get off your chest? Any confessions you want to make? Any crimes that you've committed lately? Um, what did I play recently? I know I played something. I know I played a video game. That's for certain. Um, that's what we're here <laughs> for. That's a confession in and of itself. I played a video we, game. We recently. actually play video games contrary to popular belief. Um, Forgive me, Father. For, for I, I have games. <laughs> oh, I, I did. I did play um, Space Invaders Extreme for the PSP, and I also played uh -huh. something really janky and like borderline degenerate for the Vita. It's called Punchline. Um, <laughs> oh, from Kenji Inafune. -san. Yes. Oh. Um. The I watched the anime. The creator of um. Mighty number nine. Megan Myth. Um, <laughs> shows up himself within Punchline. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, he does. You're like his. You're like the main character is like his niece or something. His face. Why though? I don't know if he's, he has a real niece. So so Punchline. Just a quick. I mean, unless if you need a quick synopsis of Space Invaders, but um, um <laughs> for for Punchline, a quick synopsis. Um, he basically turned into a ghost after a car a car accident <laughs> and he he wants to return to his body so he decides to go haunt his whole house <laughs> excuse me um and then you have to solve puzzles um you can prank your former roommates uh, and do some other degenerate stuff like uh, uh look up their skirts Don't be shy share uh, <laughs> You know, I'll, I'm wrong. You know, I thought, I thought, I was thought I was thinking of punchline. I was thinking of sweet fuse. I think because <laughs> that makes the, it better. Is the one with Inafune? <laughs> yeah, but that's the one where you're Inafune's niece. Yes, but punchline. But yeah, they're yeah. That's that's what you do. Um, for sweet fuse, I played that a long time ago. Sadly, um, I forgot what it was about. I can't believe you turned into a ghost. I, I think Sweet Fuse I mean, was like... sure, why not? was like some... I don't know. It's one of those Game of Death ones. Yeah, when I think you have like seven days before you die. I don't know, something like that. Oh. Seven days, you say? Yeah, it's... it's it's 
It's like a more colorful version of a 999. I, I, that's a bad comparison, but that's it's one of, it's those, one of those things. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of games where uh, you you're forced suddenly to play a game where your life is at stake. Yeah, but featuring the creator of Mighty Number no. Nine. So anyway, you won't be able to ever get that again because <laughs> uh, Sony's going to shoot the PlayStation Network in the head. They said the old yellow treatment. They said anything older than PS4 is going away. We're never going to have it again. That's true. So they're going to shut down the PS3, the PSP, and the PlayStation Vita. Well, I think if, you can still re-download them. Yeah, I was going to say, if we're going to talk about that, if you go through and buy everything that you want to have now, you can <laughs> still get the license for them and re-download them whenever you want to. But you have to go through like the activation process and your like profile. The, the storefront is like legit just being gutted from the system, right? Yep, they already got it rid of it from the PSP. I think um, they didn't tell anybody they were doing this beforehand. So people were working on PS Vita games before this, and oh. they found out through how we all found out. And they decided, well, now we have to cancel the game that we were working on because Sony didn't tell you us could, shit. Technically, um, for those developing, I'm, I'm pretty sure they also know. But for our listeners, you can technically still get new PS Vita games. You just have to buy the crossplay version. So. Um, you would have to buy the PS4 version that supports the PS or Vita download. If there is um, one. I mean, you know, jokes and banter aside, it, it really sucks. I Up until recently, Sony was really good about preserving its back catalog. Like, if you would have told me back in 20, 2013, 2012, or Nintendo and Microsoft would, you know, treat their back catalog better than Sony, I... I would have laughed. Um, yeah, because th- there used to you used to be able to play like four generations of or three generations of like PlayStation games on your PS3, mm-hmm. right? Or your PSP. It'd be like from PlayStation One to Two to Three games. And in Japan, uh, you can actually some, also yeah. play some PSP games on your PS3. So yeah, apparently there's a homebrew program that lets you just inject PS2 psp uh, games into the ps3 mm-hmm. um so it really sucks you know from a pre- uh, preservation standpoint from a consumer standpoint it also really from, like sucks. every standpoint it's just like fucking sucks As in, there's gonna be like so many good games that nobody's ever gonna be able to play anymore um it's so weird that like i wonder who who actually makes that decision in like the upper echelons of sony like because like there's still people that enjoy those games and well, like you know like it's a bunch of old retro games that are like i think like the four discers from like the original playstation era that are like you can buy them per disc on ebay or you can buy the whole thing for like upwards of like 200 dollars. whereas like the digital file is like 10 bucks so really easy to get a hold of so yeah so so jim ryan uh president of the playstation division uh he went to a gran turismo event and there he, <laughs> there he saw Gran Turismo 1 through 4, you know, playing in the background or whatever. And he, he said, who would want to play this? He's like, this shit looked old and bad. Nobody want to play this. We got new games. Is basically it's basically to, par- like... to paraphrase what he said. Yeah, they just don't value those games anymore because they're not making them any money. And they can't really see the 
value in keeping them around if they're not like directly profiting. Like from I'd it. I'd hate to sound like a weeaboo right now, but this is all because they moved to California. PlayStation moved to California. <laughs> This is this is what happens. You say that, but they got rid of the only PlayStation store in California years ago. This is what happens when you have Gaijins in control. <laughs> Dirty Westerners take for, control. Really, of please forgive companies. me for for like sounding like a weeaboo, but um, you know, I I think that's you know the rationale, the, the reason why. Not to sound like a fucking communist, but I think the reason is capitalist. <laughs> wouldn't it be more and the steady margin? Wouldn't it be more capitalist though to have like old games up for sale? No, because they don't make profit anymore. That is unfortunately the way of capitalism to replace the old with the new, even if it's exactly the same, because new things sell better. What do you think they keep remaking all these fucking games that don't need to be remade instead of just fucking putting them on the store? That's true. I'm at fault. I don't know how many versions of Atelier Verona I've bought. <laughs> That's okay. As long as you're not going to tell me that, that that new version of Demon Souls looks just as good. Demon Souls is Demon Souls. Like They can just place up the PS3 version if they want. Not anymore, they Whatever. can't. I... But... But you can play the PS5 version if you can find a PS5, and you can get the super cool haptic feedback in the controller. Don't we don't like how the PS5? It's better. Looks. It looks gross. It, it does. It looks very. It looks like Sony higher this. The, the, this Demon Souls on PS5 reminds me of um, Ico and uh, Shadow of Colossus on the PS4. Um, it, yeah, it's it, the same people. It lost. And I'm sorry for also saying this again, for using Twitter gamer um, terminology, but it's lost its soul from the transition of the PS2. Rip, bro. They got the dark curse, dude. <laughs> the what? The, 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 the dark sigil from Dark Souls, dude. They don't have their humanity anymore. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, are there any other... Before the PlayStation is put to rest for the new incoming PlayStation 5, that is the new hot... You know what is really fun? You know what is... Sorry. But you know what is really fucking funny about them shooting the old games in the head? They fucking put out their game that is on the PlayStation 5 that comes with the PlayStation 5 is fucking that Astrobot game where they have like giant galleries dedicated to old PlayStation <laughs> shit <laughs> like hardware and games and you're like damn remember Ape Escape I'm like yeah where's the new one you don't do <laughs> shit with this anymore and they're just reminding you of all the things that they're taking away from you now God. oh that that just I loved Ape Escape that just reminds me of how many hours I sink into the PSP and PS2 version the final the the final boss for that Astro's Playroom thing is like a... Uh, I don't remember anything from the PS1 era besides playing like Metal Gear Solid on it. If you go back and uh, listen to Audio Bliss episode titled El Chip, Chip, you can hear my story about that. But apparently... The, so I played the... Of course, because it comes bundled. And you might as well play it anyways. The last boss is like a, a polygonal T-Rex from like apparently the PS1 days. Oh, yeah, yeah. That polygonal T-Rex that they used to show off how... Yeah. Ridiculously good there. 
And it's also but sad now no because um, the team behind um, Astrobot. A lot of those games, yeah. Um, they, they basically shut down the main studio, and now SCE Japan's just going to be an Astrobot factory. Yeah, they they got a lot of the people who did all the games that you love are gone. This also just reminded me um, of Studio Liverpool, R.I.P. Wipeout. But um, oh fuck, I forgot. Yeah, they fucking killed Wipeout too, huh? Rest in peace. R.I.P. Well, so with this closure coming in, I went and asked the community about games that we're going to miss. Or experiences that you ha- they had on the PlayStation uh, that you're going to miss when this shutdown happens. So I'm just going to pick a couple of them here. Nate E. Nate E.K. on Twitter says, I'm just going to miss being able to play original PS1 games on a handheld system. They say they played basically every Squaresoft JRPG on the PSP or Vita. That, that takes dedication. Like, Xenogears alone is, like, oh, 2,000 hours. I haven't even gone past the first disc, and I, I downloaded that uh, PS1 for the Vita um, seven years ago. So it took me, about six years, took me about six years to finish the first disc. Uh, props like to Paradise you. Paradise Lost of video games. But yeah, uh, props to you for, <laughs> for going through all of that. Sorry, Paradise Lost is a new video game that released recently, so... You can't say that. Wait, really? Yes. It does what not the... have like anything to do with Paralyzed Lost, the movie. The video the movie. Oh my god. The novel. Uh... Oh you're right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. Alright, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, man. Those RPGs, those classic JRPGs take a while to go through. See, what I did with the PlayStation 1 games is I loaded all those fucking Mega Man PlayStation 1 games and (gasps) been playing them. Did you know you can play, like, basically all the Mega Man on your PSP? Yeah. Because they also put the PlayStation 1 versions of 1 through 6. I remember playing those uh, on a PlayStation, just straight up, like, just, well, I'd say recently, but maybe, like, seven years ago, just Mm -hmm. sitting in my friend's apartment just playing those... PlayStation ruins them. Alright. Cocoronis from Twitter also says, Back when Little Big Planet 2 was new, my friends and I all went online and dressed up like bushes, sticking leaves all over ourselves. We'd plop down next to people and try to get get them to dress up as bushes too. Eventually we convinced this one stubborn guy and we all just shouted. <laughs> it's a really good anecdote about like like that early online and console gaming, you know. When it was free. When it was free. It was <laughs> yeah, free. first of all, when it was free. And second of all, when you could just like it really felt like they were experimenting with like social spaces and stuff. That was uh PlayStation PS3 Home. at PlayStation Home, yeah. right? Where yeah. you can have like yeah. avatars from like um from various it's like baby second life. Yeah, it was baby second life basically, yeah. Die at second life, if you will. Oh, that, yeah, that, the, the free aspect was always one of the things that was always more drawing to it uh, from, like, yeah. Xbox Live and having to pay for that. I remember playing some of the early Killzones. I think Killzone 2 had multiplayer online. 
And just, yeah. It yeah. took forever to get into a game, but it was free. And it's ironic now that Microsoft is like starting to make more aspects of Xbox Live free for their consumers compared to Sony, which is still like, nah, you gotta have, you gotta have uh, to play co-op. Even you gotta have a PlayStation Plus experience. Yeah, so it, it gets really weird because you could kind of like be more experimental with kind of free online because it feels like, oh, this thing doesn't need to have quote unquote value, right? You can just fucking make it because it's free and people will just fuck around in it and make all kinds of weird shit with it. It doesn't necessarily have to like be, be like something that you, since you're paying for it, since you're not paying for it rather, it doesn't really need to be something that's like, oh, where's all the gaming, where's all the gameplay in here, you know? <laughs> where's where's the gameplay? Where's the gameplay, bro? How come <laughs> I can't even do bowling? Where's Tekken Bowl? <laughs> all right and then let's see and then just as some recommendations of things to pick up before they are gone forever michael moldovan says tokyo jungle majin and the forsaken kingdom siren eco shadow of the colossus and nobi nobi boy you remember nobi nobi boy i never played it i remember um it coming out but i never like actually got anywhere near touching it i mean it's really just like a weird funny sandbox that you make your funny worm do things in i guess it's more of a caterpillar <laughs> make your funny um, worm do things in yeah that's, it's really what what you do and they funny had that gimmick simulator. where like all the things that you would like eat and stuff would add to length to girl because you would be nobi nobi boy and there would be a character called girl who is stretching across the universe to get to i forgot what planet i think it's like pluto or something she was stretching to, um, and all the everybody's like collaborative actions would just add up to that. And it was like only recently that they actually managed to finally reach it, which is like that's such that's one of the like that's what I'm talking about in like weird online features and stuff of that era that Sony kind of just um, pioneered. Yeah, they were they tried they made some big swings. They do, they were doing some weird shit there. In that generation, that they have not, well, really, no other cons, no other. What other? What other examples are of there? Because the only things that I I didn't even know that about Nobi Nobi Boy, and the only other example I could maybe draw a comparison to, which is probably like the worst example, is Metal Gear Solid Five's like anti armament race, where it's like everybody needs to get rid of their nukes all at once. Let's do it, guys. Let's make the world a better mm -hmm. place. Yeah. Well, I just mean like in terms of like kind of games and stuff. We had that PlayStation Home, right? And then just, like, in terms of games in general, they were just putting out and funding weird experimental stuff. Um, what oh, they... you know, like, things like LSD, this, the weird dream simulator. Yeah, well, that one was kind of independent because... Oh, really? PlayStation. That was PlayStation 1, I think. Yeah. I forgot who made it exactly, but... Um, but stuff like uh, Acrochrome and Echochrome 2, which were, like... Uh, these perspective puzzlers with like MC Escher S perspective. Oh, like I remember Echo Chrome. Things like flatten and like loop into impossible, like connect in impossible ways. Like you basically have to like manipulate the perspective so things lined up in ways that they shouldn't. And you know, that stuff was like on the PS3 and the PSP <laughs> at the same time. You could like cross by them. 
or they did all those they were actually one of the ones that funded a lot of that game company you remember that yeah with flow flower with flow flower and journey yeah okay because that game company made like i think was it sky yeah they have sky sky is another cloud it's it's, it's, there's something called like cloud or something um before that and they made an initial version of flow and then they kind of like started working with sony to make those games and kind of like blew them up but they were just like open to like a lot of weird like non-conventional <laughs> there i remember like a, an e3 or something where they were trying to like um sell flour to people and people were like so was there going to be like they were basically asking like what kind of shit's going to be in that and the guy was like desperately trying to like convince the dude yeah there's gaming in flour <laughs> chicken this out you can get really good at navigating the thing and do sick tricks with your flour <laughs> and i'm like no dude it's just like a relaxing game where you move a flower all the way and they were just like having a, tr- a trouble just selling these weird games or you remember unfinished swan unfinished that was the uh that was the one you like painted the environment around you to find your way through right yeah it was like completely white and then you would have to throw blots of ink around yeah i remember unfinished swan just all kinds of stuff like that um do you have any do either of you have any like titles of that era that you think people should check out um i'm trying i'm trying to think of games that are similar that i remember uh I remember going to the PlayStation Experience when it was held in the Moscone Center in San Francisco. And I got to get hands-on with Abzu for the first time. That's a similar vein. Uh, I mean, I had never played it more than just the demo that I had. I'm trying to remember. There was was another game. I don't know which company it was from, but it was like this really surrealist, like polygonal, like... Low low poly art style where you're a ballerina and you're like trying to like oh yeah dance the through one. the traumas of like your parents and like your parents are like it's called bound that's it bound yes they just had these really like interesting concepts for games that always popped up on PlayStation that like I mean Nintendo could probably shake a stick at but like Microsoft I've never seen anything like that on Xbox or any of those consoles whatsoever. I mean, from yeah. from Sony themselves, um, uh, Puppeteer. I yeah, you really like that game, huh? I should play that today. It's it's really fun. Um, what else? Uh, Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo, yeah, Tokyo Jungle is like the one that keeps bringing it, get brought up. I think the structure of that game is like weird, but like the moment to moment of like just surviving in like a post apocalyptic Tokyo. As an animal, <laughs> it's so funny. There, there's also. I was never in the U.S. PlayStation Store, um, but Africa, the photo simulator. Oh yes, yeah, so I've, I've looked into that. Never talked about it. <laughs> uh, what else am I trying to remember? Um, you can buy like actual Sony cameras in that game. Like, <laughs> of course you can. Like, you get money, and then you upgrade your cameras, and you like buy new lenses and stuff for them. And then you can render out the screenshots to 1080p JPEGs. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, like you can save them as like JPEGs onto your hard drive because that was like when they actually allowed you to put media on your PlayStation. 
but yeah, um, you know, small stuff like that. Obviously, they're more bigger, more, um, well, I wouldn't say bigger, more recognized IPs that will probably never see the light of day again, such as the um, Everybody Series. Gravity er, Rush. Every, yeah, well, Gravity Rush, but Everybody Series. Uh, there's, like, um, Everyone's Tennis or Everyone's Golf. Oh, God, I'm, I'm fucking begging you. Please make another Everybody's Tennis. Please. I'm tired. It's just gonna be rolled games. into the next everybody's whatever game, and it's just gonna be everybody's everything. Fine, I'll take it. If that's what I need, I just need the tennis. I need to hit the ball. It's like, yeah, I understand the market these days. They want more dad simulators, but no. I'd... Yeah, everybody's everybody's tennis on the or hot shots tennis get a grip on the PSP is just like genuinely one of the best tennis games that I've played in terms of like technical execution and stuff. But on top of that, it's a fucking full ass RPG where you go around the world and spread your love of tennis with people. It's like, I, I understand us three and I'm assuming a vast majority of listeners to this podcast are in Sony's current demographic, but it just sucks. Like, just thinking about this, yeah. like, genuinely sucks that we're not going to see a lot of these games. And, yeah, of course, there's there's Gravity Rush. There's, um... Oh, man, Gravity Rush is so there's, you know, underrated. There's, Escape. There's, um... You know, there, there are others out there. Our Loco Roco. Um, Parappa the Rappa. Oh, man. They really just gave up. Patapon. Patapon. They really... They really just put out some bad versions of those and be like, this is what you wanted, right? Uh, no, I did not want Parappa the Rapper in HD with severe lag in a music game. Oh my gosh. There's, um, yeah, I mean, what can you really do? Uh, I'll tell you what you can do. You can do what I pirate did them? in Hacker PS3 and <laughs> oh, pirate all this shit that you Oh, need. I'm sorry, our, our code word is renting. I don't know. I think this is the one episode where we can just straight up just say it because Sony Look, is making it. Sony desperate. don't want you to see these games. Sony's <laughs> deleting them from the atmosphere. Yeah. You there's literally there's gonna be legally no way you can possibly get them. So we ain't rented shit no more. We're just gonna steal it. If so, you know what? Is it really stealing if somebody throws it in the trash? That's true. According to unions, yes. According to some city laws, yes. <laughs> that is why I wasn't able to get a PS3 back in the day. But my dad's garbage truck job. <laughs> what? Just but, uh, yeah, no. You should have just grabbed I've it. I've said it before. I mean, yeah, but, you know. Go back in time and grab it. Go back and reach back through the, the time loop. Reach back there. Grab me a PS Fat. PS Fat. You know what? Nah, you get the PS. Fat. You get the PS Slim with a sliding with door. An, no, That's you get. I already have the sliding with door enough, one. It sucks. With enough PS threes, you can probably make a time machine because of the cell processor. I mean, they they have PS3s, like a. Doesn't you can the, doesn't a the military like military have like a PS three supercomputer? Oh yeah, the, the Air Force. Which <laughs> you remember? Yeah, that? the Air Force is like a thousand PS. I don't know how much they use. Um, one of the few times where I'm perfectly fine with my tax money being blown off. I don't. I think they were really just trying to test if that was a viable thing. <laughs> they didn't really do anything with it. But it's still funny that the military bought a bunch of PS3s to put together. Fucking Chappie is real. 
Do you remember that shit in Chappie where he bought a bunch of PS4s and downloaded his consciousness into them? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I remember only two things about Chappie, and that's Neil Blomkamp and... That's Chappie? <laughs> that's Chappie. That's pretty much it. Neil Blomkamp and uh, why can't I... Whatever the the rap group was. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forgot. I just remember Ninja and Yolandi. That's that's the only... that I know their names. I, I don't remember their actual group. Man. That's a hell of a movie. <laughs> anyway, just to, sh- to list off uh, a couple of other cool things that you could play. Um, Luminez Supernova is going away. That is the PS3 version of Luminez. It is probably one of my favorite versions of Luminez. And every version of Luminez is basically like an album. It's like a puzzle music album where you basically play a puzzle game to different skins with different visuals and different music and play different sound effects depending on what skin you're on. Um, that one also has some PlayStation exclusive ones, like, I don't know, there's like a Sackboy skin. <laughs> there's some Little Big Planet too, and some other ones that are like very specific. But it's probably like one of the best versions of Luminous out there. Um, you won't be able to get those Mega Man remakes, Mega Man Powered Up and Maverick Hunter, oh, which man. have like a ton of new features in them, including the ability to play as Vile or. Remember when they used to fucking have that service where you could make levels for Mega Man? Yeah. There was like a Mega Man maker built right in there. It's wild how that hasn't taken off considering the success of Mario Maker. Like they haven't just revisited it. They should just just make a Switch version of fucking Mega Man. They should just do Mega Man Powered Up 2. Just exhume the Mega Man franchise and just like make a Mega Man maker. And then you just put... Yeah, there you go. Come on. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Battle Princess of Arcadia's. It's like a weird combination of like, you know how Vanillaware makes those like beat-em-ups? Yeah. What if those beat-em-ups were also like a real-time strategy game? Like Rock, Paper, Scissors, Fire Emblem Uh style? (laughs) Where like, your squads are battling and you have to like, defeat their leaders to build morale and then use different commands? A bad comparison, but it's it's like, half-minute hero. Yes. Yeah, I was definitely going to say Half Minute Hero, which is that, like, RPG where you only have 30 seconds at a time to save the world, and each of them plays, like, (laughs) they pretend that, like, each of them is, like, the sequel to each other, so you get the full credits roll at the end of them, of, like, every mission. I remember downloading that demo in Japanese from some random PSP demo site. On the PSP browser. Oh, those eBoot sites. That brings me back. Because um, I had a PSP, but we were too poor to have actual PSP games. So for a long while, I would just play the demos over and over and over again. Yeah, there'd be places where you could like download demo eBoots. <laughs> or like music files or something. Did you ever download any of those HDR quote unquote backgrounds? <laughs> that's your, I did everything with you. I love that little machine to death. They were just like photo they were just like photographs or something where like the contrast was like hella high. <laughs> I remember the, the radio function. I actually used that. Oh, I actually used that internet radio function. I don't know who was curating that radio. It wasn't very good, but you know, when you're in the middle of some random state in some random hotel in the middle of the night and you're like, I fucking don't know what to do. Listening to some radio, internet radio on your PSP is good time. Man, I have fond memories of just like listening to that at night trying to go to bed. 
That was like my personal web browser for a long time, the PSP. It was also yeah, and that was a lot of people's music player. I was gonna say that um, an MP3 player. Those memory stick cards were also pretty expensive <laughs> yeah, right. as well. Except it was, it had like the serious flaw with being a, a fucking media player in that the lock button would not like lock tight. So it often like, because there was a power button and if you pushed it up, it would turn it on or if you held it, it would shut down the system. Or if you pushed it the other way, it would lock the controls so you couldn't play, play anything. And you would usually, you know, play the thing and then you lock the controls, except then it would switch in your pocket and then... Since the PS the PSP isn't a clamshell design, all the face buttons are just out. Then we just move around in your pocket and start randomly doing shit, <laughs> and just like skip songs and stuff. Terrible MP3 player. So you just saw everybody just holding it in their hand with a pair of headphones but it's, attached. It's what we had. So. I mean, yeah, this was like just as the iPod was getting started, right? Mm-hmm. So that was like legit a good media player system for a long ass time. Uh, I think the only other thing that I want to say is uh, Malicious, which is also on uh, PS Vita and PS4. It's like this boss rush RPG where you play like this doll-like vessel and then you like beat up a whole bunch of bosses and uh, get their powers a la Mega Man. It's got like a, a lot of cool uh, mechanics and traversal abilities and stuff. It's like definitely and like definitely worth checking out. It's it's kind of like a character action game, like it's kind of like a miniature character action game, kind of. Mm. That's what it feels like. That you kind of like build your move set as you like defeat the bosses, uh, and then the final thing I want to recommend is the Red Star, which is a combination beat 'em up bullet hell hybrid. Um, that you can buy as a PS2 classic or directly play on the PSP. And it's like, honestly, just still one of the most refreshing combinations of action games that I've played in a while. And has like a weird <laughs> um, Soviet Russia theme because, of the, com- because of the comic book it's based on, the American comic book it's based on. <sighs> there were like. These these sentences, these games that we're describing, are not things that anybody would make today, right? No. Truly, like, of the time, like, we're reaching back and, like, saying things that would not track during, like, modern times. I was going to bring up Work Time Fun, uh, if you remember <laughs> yes! Work Time Fun, WTF. where it's just... WTF, Work Time Fun. I remember fun. playing the living daylights out of that game on long-ass road trips. And yeah. if I remember, it's just a, it's like you you play mini games when you're like a menial. Yeah, it's like a, a menial warrior. like, yeah. It's like WarriorWare except you play menial tasks. Yeah, and then you go to the you get your money and you go to the gachapon machines and you get toys. Yeah, like a ramen timer where it shows a man or a woman just fucking posing and flexing <laughs> as it counts down the three minutes it takes to cook instant ramen. <laughs> yup. Do you remember Exit? Yes, Taito's Exit. It's like a sort of game. It's like a puzzle platform and cinematic platformer together. We have like a kind of fragile dude, but you have to like um, navigate different areas and like save people from like different disasters, like burning buildings and stuff. Except it had this like really angular, like low poly art style, like very graphic. 
It was fucking cool. Hmm. Excellent. Never heard this one. They made two of them for PSP, and I think there was a DS version also. It has, like, this very graphic comic book, like, bold lines and dark shadows. Um, really icon iconographic. I don't think it was ever on the PSP store for... Correct me if I'm wrong, but... You know, you, it might not you can been. always download the ISO off somewhere. Yeah, that was, like, a real cool... That was, like, really one of those stylish games that, like, showed off, like... Look at this fucking widescreen ass system. Are we just old? No, I mean, it's I them. Am. They're old. No, I'm I'm thirty now. I turned thirty this year. Thirty is the new I'm twenty. Old. Come on, I'm old now. I still have a few years left. I mean, 30. I do kind of feel old. I saw I saw a post that said Final Fantasy X came out twenty years ago, and I was I would have been seven, eight years old. Shit, 2000. Dude. That was five, six. Wait, which one? Yeah. Anyways, Final Fantasy X. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the fact that you remember that, the fact that you played that game on a PlayStation Two makes you old. Yep. Now you can buy. Uh, you can buy it on Steam. I'm pretty sure. You can buy it on Steam. Mm -hmm. The Vita. The you can the Switch. Switch. The ten two to ten two is the iPad. superior superior sequel. Forget thirteen two and thirteen three or whatever. I I actually platinumed ten. I don't know for whatever reason, but I I did yeah. I did dodge two hundred lightning bolts. Yes, to get uh, what's his name, Kamari, his 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 <laughs> ultimate weapon. Hey, did any of you ever play Wake Up Club? That oh, thing that yes. came with the Vita. <laughs> Wake Up yeah, Club. Yeah, Wake Up Club. Wake Up Club was like it was like an alarm clock an and alarm like competitive game. social game. <laughs> it like wake you up and then you play like a little social game so you could compete with your friends. Well, I, I never played I, it. I, <laughs> yeah, I remember this. Remember fucking PlayStation Near? What if Street Pass, but it's not always on, so it sucks and nobody ever checks it. I always checked it. God, like, dude. At its peak, I've always checked it. Everyone around my area was like playing Call of Duty Black Ops or whatever. Oh yeah, it would tell you who, what they were playing. Well, I was playing. See, y'all lived in like in pretty much uh, the city, a more city environment. Like where me, where I lived in between two major cities. Even then, I had nobody in my little last town playing any PS Vita games. No one well, was. They would have to near. play PS Vita, and then they would have to put Near on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they would have to check into Near. That was like checking into Foursquare. Who does that? Why did you do that? <laughs> Surely not let me, me. Let me boot up. I know Nier's discontinued, but let me just check it right now. <laughs> let, let me check my, PlayStation Nier. My black and red Vita. Oh, I'm so jealous. I have I have a... Let me also get... Hold on, does money even have power? I have a white... What the fuck? All of you have cool Vita. I have a white and lime green cool. Vita in my other room. So... Yeah, no, mine's, mine's dead right now. I just have a... Yeah. <laughs> my Vita's dead is the my Wii U is dead. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to well, play all the East games on see, PlayStation uh, Vita. I don't think... Yep, Nier doesn't work anymore. R.I.P. Nier. They had, like, some, like, fucking monster fighting game or something that you that was location-based also. They tried, they tried some shit. 
Most of it didn't work. Oh, did did he play Welcome Park? But darn, they tried. Yes. Play, play Welcome Park. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, didn't you have to play Welcome Park? No. No. Oh no! It just flash and be like, "Hey, we got Welcome Park here," and I'm like, "I'm sure you do, but I'm not, I'm not <laughs> showing up to your park." I mean, I I think I I think you can you could platinum Welcome Park, right? Yeah, I think I got a couple of shit for it. <laughs> platinum Welcome Park. Well, some of the some of the little mini games were actually like pretty fun to like try and do. You, you had to like gonna, tap I'll tell them they put some credit into that. All the uh, the interface, and the like different yeah, the different games that they put on that Vita. They fucking tried some shit that they will not try ever again. And it's like depressing. Yeah, it was so it was such a fresh take on things, and like it wasn't the best. It but felt it was like so... they were one more try from fucking nailing it. Yeah, and, and then the Switch came up, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I would pay an obscene amount anymore. of money for a new Sony handheld." Like they don't even need to really get a second job, they, RJ. Yes, I will. I, will I, I, I have like five jobs right now, but I will. I will get a sixth job, and they don't even need to release in the West. They'll just release in Japan, and I'll import it. Anyway. People will import it. Yeah, yeah. It's like people that want it will get it. Yeah, they'll get it no matter what. I want it. The Switch sucks so much. The idea of the Switch is so cool, and they fucked it up so bad. I don't think it sucks. It just... It's, they haven't done anything with it. They yeah. haven't done anything cool and unique with it's, it. That's the thing. The story like, sucks. Go... The Joy-Cons are awful. I think my most played game on the Switch is YouTube and Nico Nico. <laughs> oh, Nico I mean... Nico. You had to go to the Japanese store for that? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, I'm looking man. at the games that are on my PSP right now, and there's... So much cool shit. Fuck it. I got Aquanauts Holiday. You could fucking download just the game where you just explore the ocean and scan fish. You could play all those uh, uh, DJ Max PSP games on there. I upgraded my Vita memory card to a 400 gig, and now I have too many games for my own good. But it will last me until the end of time, so... Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I'd like to hear. David, is your Vita hacked? Uh, no, it's not. I haven't gone through with it yet. I, I haven't turned it on in quite some time. Um, but I absolutely should go through and do that now, considering just... Get, get it hacked. Get so, an SD2 Vita if you need one. I can mail you one. I have an extra one. I have like three extra ones. <laughs> And stick in a 256 or 400 gig micro SD card in there, and you're basically set for the rest of your life. Download every Vita game. That's, that's what I've every, done. Every Vita whatsoever. Oh, man. Uh, remember when games were small also? Fucking. Remember when games were less it? than a gigabyte? This is like an old is it Call of Duty, like, Black Ops five whatever the number they're on now isn't it like 250 megabyte gigabytes yeah you're gonna yeah, need more like than two ridiculous. playstation 4 hard drives for it that's a quarter that's a quarter of my of my solid state on my pc like that's like bigger than the playstation 3 hard drive was at its max yeah, there's a metaphor in there for capitalism and how it's taking over people <laughs> it's monopolizing your hard drive <laughs> monopolizing your time your hard drive and your money literally becoming monopolized actually because all the media companies are squishing together that's why, uh, that's why I liked. Uh, what was what was the game I said earlier? Um, 
to seal the ampule. It's like a couple, like a couple megabytes. It's like done. It's like ah, right, heck yeah, let's go. Yeah, love these bite-sized games. Oh, I forgot to say before before we go, we we, we should get in a little bit. Oh man, y'all gotta play Patchwork Heroes. So you know, kicks. That game where you like draw in parts of the screen and fill them up. Patchwork Heroes, I remember. No. That was for the PSP. QIX. Right? Yeah, that was for the PSP. QIX. Yeah, and it was. Um... It's one of those games where you like. You gotta make like squares and then they like. It fills in the thing and you have to like. Fill in a lot of the screen without being. Um, hit by uh enemies that are there anyway patrick heroes is kind of like that except uh instead of taking over land you're like stripping it away because you're fucking cutting down battleships that look like quilts dude what so you go on these levels you got to save these people and then you cut these battleships down and as you cut down pieces of it they like fall to, to below and then just like a couple different abilities like throwing bombs or using like a using your meter to do like a high speed cut on like certain reinforced cut. structures. But it was like this cool little puzzle game where you're like saving all these people and cutting down patchwork quilts and it's got like this very Eastern European aesthetic. Um, and I think it came from like Sony themselves. It was like fucking wild. Also, it made you feel really bad because every time one of the characters died, <laughs> they'd get a little entry in the graveyard. <laughs> Oh, they all had names. Wow. All right. <laughs> oh man, that was like just generally one of the, my favorite PSP games made. Speaking of feeling bad, uh, do we have a Dencha to Go update? Ooh, a Dencha to Go update. I, yeah, I played some more of that Dencha to Go. I think I finally understand the rules of stuff. Like, uh, I need to turn off my lights when another train is coming. And if I'm going too fast, then the lady starts yelling at me and taking my points. But I still, like, basically lose all my health on, like, every turn. I'm getting a little better at controlling it, and I have seen the way, the error of my ways, and have gone to analog control again, as opposed to the stepped control. I... Because I realized you have to mostly coast when you're using trains, because they're huge, and once you build up momentum, they tend to keep it. I downloaded the PSP ones and the 3DS, uh, or I'm sorry, the DS ones. Um, it's kind of hard to go back, like, after, like, with modern Densha to go. Just What is that? Just because of the controls. Um, mm. Mainly that, that's it. I, I do want to check out the Wii ones eventually. And I do want to get the plug-and-play with my Corona books, but... I really... I bought... Several arcade sticks were worth of parts and actual arcade like sticks if, instead of buying that. If, if I and do get the plug and play, have. though, I have to get the white gloves and the pocket watch for the max LARPing experience. <laughs> like, if I want to LARP with this, I have to go full. Screw it, I'll even buy a uniform as well. Oh, damn. This man is going to go fucking get hired by Japan Rail just so he can have a uniform. I mean, I kind of feel it, though. I, I, like, if, if there was a, a Famima simulator for, like, any console, I would I would import a uniform. I'd do the whole thing. I would not. I would never, ever actually wear for Japan Rail. One, because they wouldn't let me. <laughs> and two, because playing Dejita Go scared me off. 
Because of how tight their timing is. We can get hired by the CTA, but anything more, um, you know... Prestigious. More prestigious than the CTA. Or or any, actually... Or any hey, the CTA is, appar- is apparently one of the best public transport It's the best run in the, in the United, United States, States, which, you know... Is depressing. Yeah, but... I'm not saying it's bad. I like the CTA. I'm just saying it's it has lots of room for improvement. I mean, we got we got big money Biden trying to pass that uh what is it? The uh transit? The, oh yeah, Why the, can't the, I think of the words the for six, it. 60 billion dollar transit thing. Infrastructure, I mean, infrastructure. What's what's yeah. over there in California? BART? I think it's BART. BART. Yeah. Mm, Bay Area Rep Transit. Does it go that far, David? Or does no. commuter rail go that far? Uh, we have we have um, Amtrak. Okay, okay. We have Amtrak, uh, <laughs> but other than that, BART is the only thing. But that goes as, as far as Concord, down to about San Jose, which is pretty far. But it's just it's that's maybe like a tenth of the United like California Where... land. I, like, I'm trying to... I was worried that we'd get through an entire podcast without talking about trains. We didn't. <laughs> I, I'm trying to like. Well, I don't. I don't know where you live, Dave. Oh, well, I do know where you live, but I don't. You like live in the middle of California, I think, right? Like, it's, everything's drivable, but like it. you live in between Nevada and the ocean. Live somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a very wide range of places, you live, but yeah. You live near Sacramento, right? Uh, I live in between Sacramento and San Francisco. Okay, so in between Nevada and... Let me look this up in the map. Why, are we, why am I doing this? I don't even know why, but... <laughs> okay, well, is there anything? is there anything else we need to uh, get out there before... No, uh, go download those PS2 classics if you have a Japanese. Yeah, just steal them. The Japanese. I've actually, I made uh, an import guide for, (laughs) which is going to be slightly less relevant now that they deleted the web store, (laughs) which was the only good way to download that stuff. Um, But I did make an import guide of games that are worthwhile on Japanese PSN that you should buy if you were so kind. Or steal, because Sony's throwing them in the trash. But yeah, there there are a lot of PS2 classics on the Japanese PSN store that um that wasn't released over here in the West. Uh, examples yep. include um, Sengoku Basara. Um, what else? Ooh, yes. I want to say Gradius. There's a bunch. Gradius. Five? No, they have Gradius Five. They, they have Gradius okay. Five here. I think they might have like three and four collection or something over there. Um, they definitely have a bunch of Sega Ages releases, including like Dynamite Cop, which is the game Die Hard Arcade is based on, or Fantasy Zone collection, which has that remake of Fantasy Zone on it for the arcade hardware, or Fantasy Zone 2 for arcade hardware. There's also Metal uh, that's Slug. That's pretty cool. Metal Slug um, 4 and 5, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Capcoms versus SNK. Uh, number two. Number two. Um, what else? Just uh, just search the store. LSD, as you were saying yeah. earlier. Uh, fucking Rakugaki Showtime from Treasure. Uh, I think an Enix published game. 
where it's just kind of like Power Stone, and where you grab a um, smiley smiley face ball and you throw it at people as it steadily gets angry and then once it reaches its max anger it gets a surprised face and uh glows rapidly and you can and uh it shouts hallelujah <laughs> and if you grab the hallelujah ball it lets you do a super attack uh dragon ball z super ball the power spirit ball <laughs> hallelujah ball <laughs> you can throw the hallelujah ball and make it kind of like a spirit bomb let me actually find a list. God, um, I love video games. You can, or you could play Damn Damn Stomp Land. It's a party versus multiplayer game where you have to step on each other's shadows. There's there's a lot of good stuff on there. There's some strange titles. RJ is correct. Fatal Fury. No Brigori. My cooking, where you use both analog sticks to cook dishes and swat. Um, <laughs> Thieves away. Shit's hard. Also, for the Europe, if you have a UK account, um, there's a lot released um, for, I guess Europe, European PSN in general, as well. A lot of shovelware, but um, if you weed through it, you can find a gem. Yeah, go get Cooking Mama for PS4, which is a Bitcoin miner. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're not getting rid of the PS4. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Give no, it five. Not give, yet. give it five years. Well, with that said, uh, everybody, please <laughs> save the PlayStation. This this was what, an old. What was that? Their what was their <laughs> um marketing line from back then? The long live gaming or whatever. I don't. Is it? Oh, that that's, I don't remember that's any, Sony like... proper. I think. Um, long live play. Long live play. That used to be their like big celebratory ad campaign for Sony shit around the PS3 era. <laughs> and uh, Jim said, "Play's dead. Nobody wants to play this old shit." <laughs> Jim, if you're listening to this, come to our show. <laughs> I'd like to interview you. <laughs> interview. <laughs> Alright, well, everybody, please enjoy your PlayStation 3 gaming. I'm going to be doing a series of PlayStation 3 streams um, just to show off some of the stuff that's on there. I don't know how... I mean, that'll probably go as long as I can find a shitty generic shooters to keep playing. <laughs> please look forward to me playing Never Dead by Rebellion <laughs> soon. I might have some uh, listicles for PlayStation 3 games you could download in the next few weeks. If you I'll try to put those into the show notes as I um, edit and upload this. Um, but otherwise, you know, if you want to talk to us about the PlayStation, go ahead and add us at our Twitters. I am at cigarettes, S-I-E-G-A-R-E-T-T-E-S. RJ? Um, RGA underscore zero two. You can also email us at our clicklist email, which you can find on our website. And David? I am at friendshipguy underscore. Because someone's still sitting on friendshipguy without an underscore. So the week, the remember that. Remember the update. <laughs> yep. Yep. So go ahead, add us on Twitter, or you can also join us on the clicklist Discord 
and talk about old PlayStation 3 games. It's the only place that's gonna keep talking about them. I, I promise to never stop going in to old games. Anything else y'all gotta add? Last chance. I think that's it. No, that's it. Stay in school. All right. Forever hold your peace. Uh, stay in school. Don't be, a somber ending. No, don't stay in school. Don't be it's, a jerk. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> don't be a jerk then. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Shut the fuck up. Don't lick doorknobs. <laughs> Just be All a right. good person, please. Please. Yeah. Be kind to each other, please. All right. With that, with that said, have a good night and peace out. Let me stop. <laughs>